What's up, dude? We're back. Episode 39 of the podcast, Cynical Op. We here, man, and we're doing it. And yeah, dude, it's uh, I think since the last episode, I think I got COVID. I'm not 100% sure. I got super sick. Uh, and even on that pot, I was still kind of like recovering from it. And uh, yeah, I think it was, I think it was, man. But I took a test and I don't know if it was too early or whatever. It says I was negative for COVID, but I mean, I've had the flu before and the flu lasts way longer for me than, than I had like for a day. That was like two days that I was like really struggling with like a fever, body aches and stuff like that. But I mean, cleared up pretty fast. I think on the third day and the fourth day, I just kind of recovered. But anyways, if it was that, like my, my sister had it too. And uh, I was telling her, I was like, man, doesn't it kind of feel good for like, like knowing you had it and you survived it, you know, you made it through and doesn't it just kind of bring this sort of like weight off your shoulders of like being scared to get it, like avoiding it, trying to get it, uh, not trying to get it, but like avoiding it. And now you're kind of like, okay, I can just live my life because I did the thing that was bad or that was like a new sickness whatever and you got through it so getting through it you're like oh you can just kind of like dude and honestly like I would not getting it or like I said maybe I did I don't know but uh before being sick right I'd see articles on it and like YouTube posts and all this stuff and it would always kind of like just give me like a like a shot of like anxiousness like oh god more news coverage on it and all these fucking variants on the shit. But now I, I'm assuming I had it. It's just kind of all those things kind of like I don't even pay attention to them anymore. They just kind of fall to the wayside. Like feels like getting life back on track. You know what I mean? And uh, dude, I think that's the most. I don't know. I think that's like the the only upside to getting sick and then getting through it is just like being done with it, man. And it's kind of a relief to be honest. Like now I can, like I still wear the mask when I go into certain places just cause like, I don't know, it, maybe it's habit or something, or maybe I'm just trying to get used to it in some sense of the you know way. Cause you do something for so long, it kind of is second nature, at least for me. And the mask thing, I just kind of feel more comfortable in a store or in a mall with it. I don't know, like a security blanket almost, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like, kind of getting th- through it just kind of helps ease my anxiousness and whatever like anxiety that came with all this dude and, and I was thinking I was like man once we truly get out of this once it is something in our past it's gonna be like dude we fucking did that like we did two solid years for sure 2020 and all of 2021 for sure like we you know we did it like we as a country as, as a fucking world went through something, you know, so epic in our lifetime and stayed inside people. I mean, it just changed life completely for a lot of people. A lot of people don't have the same lives when they started quarantine till, you know, now today. So it's insane, man. Like so much has changed in two years because of the pandemic that, you know, some for the better, obviously some for the worse. Uh, unfortunately, like a lot of people died that had uh, previous like ailments, 
and complications, you know, and that's unfortunate. Um, but that does happen in a pandemic and it's crazy, man. And uh, I just kind of feel more relieved to be on the other side of things. You know what I mean? Like, um, just kind of ready to get back to what is normal life. And I don't know. Um, you know, you see more videos of concerts, big gatherings, and it's not as like stressful. Um, but, you know, we'll see. There's there's still some places going crazy with mandates and all this other, you know, things that have to do with the vaccine. And, you know, I normally don't talk about this shit on the pod because I love to keep it light because you already know what's going on in the world. You already have your own opinion about the pandemic, the vaccine, whatever it is. And I don't like to talk about it, but I like to keep it light. But also, I mean, this is what's kind of going on in the world, obviously, right? I don't like to play a like too naive to be like, you know, it's all good, you know, because it's fucking not sometimes it's not good. It's not all good. But, you know, I think getting the vaccine was uh, something that that helped, you know, if they said because it's not a vaccine more than it is like a gene therapy, I guess, where it's like it introduces uh the the virus you know into you at, at a smaller scale i'm assuming i don't know too much about this i'm not fucking i don't know anything but this is what i've understood where it's like so it when the you know when you do come in contact with the virus it is a little bit less you know harsh than it would be normally so i don't know i mean i got it and if you're still on the fence about it i don't know but that's up to you it's just you know I think about, dude, like in 20 years, right? Let's just say in 22 years. Let's talk, let's talk about the year 2000. And then 22 years later, we have moved at a rate that I think has never been done before, man. Because like you think of what's 20 years prior to that, right? 1980. You think of 1980 to 2000. That's 20 years they, I don't think in any way, shape, or form came to the growth and the speed of technology and convenience that we have in this amount of time. And it's crazy to think, dude, that like in in 22 years, we got the iPhone, you know, like a touchscreen phone. I remember that shit when that came out. One person had it at my school. I don't know how the fuck they had it. I went to a very poor like high school. But one person had it, and I remember people were, like, huddling around around her, like, just trying to get a look at this fucking phone. Like, like make a call. Like, dial out a call. And she was, like, touching the screen. Now we're just, like, ah, fucking iPhone. Some people just throw it out their car now because that's, like, like, the basis of what you do, right? Like, if you had a flip phone, you're, like, oh, piece of shit, and throw it out the window. It's, like, fuck it. It's a plastic piece of shit. But now you're throwing out a fucking at least a 10 and up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and when we think that's garbage, like, like, oh, fuck this phone. And it's like, but this is the greatest piece of technology ever. And we're like, it's fucking slow, dude. Fucking hate it. YouTube doesn't load correctly. And it's like, oh man, crazy dude. But, and, and you know, along with the iPhone, you know, being like a great form of technology, the internet really blew up in this time. 
and and it just launched so many platforms for social media i mean now we're getting the metaverse now we're talking about like vr dude which is insane in the, in the same amount of time from 1980 to 2000 what we've done in these 22 years is insane dude i think it's like okay but one thing though like i just how does everything advance around us right but microwave technology is the fucking same. Like nothing changes on the microwave. Like they add a few buttons, they give you a few more options. It looks sleek. Like it only looks a little bit sleeker, but it's still a metal box that heat things up. Like I'm not asking for, you know, look, I know what it does is what's, what it's always going to do. And I think if it heats it up any faster or any hotter, I don't think your food will be enjoyable that <laughs> enjoyable at that point. I think it'll be like burnt to a crisp or like molten lava cheese that'll burn the fuck out of your mouth. And you're just like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like that one thing, maybe in the time the microwave was invented to now, people would be like, oh, you have no fucking clue what you got. But I feel like microwave technology has never changed, right? Still the fucking same. Like those appliances... Like what, what, how more advanced can you make a blender? And I think I've talked about this before because this shit, it's just like everything else can get advanced, but the, the, the smaller, more like out of the way things like a, well, the toaster they fucking reinvented, right? You can see like a, I think Amazon has a toaster where it has like a screen on it and you can be like, I want it this toasty or I'm, I'm. I'm toasting this, so give me, you know, and then within that tote, like a toaster strudel, right? You could be like, give me this amount of heat on the toaster strudel, which is insane. I mean, sure, whatever. I don't think a toaster needs, but see, okay, there you go. I came around full circle because I just, I gave the, I, I talked about the technology and advances and now I'm bringing it back to like, I don't think we need a touch screen on a toaster. So in, if I sum it all up, I'm a dumb piece of shit because, well, why do I need a touch screen? on my toaster just just toast it and if it gets burnt well i gamble dude i put it too high i throw those two pieces of bread away it sucks you know but throw another two pieces in and go a little lighter i don't need a touch screen so i guess in this case i'm fucking stupid <laughs> like okay oh wait, wait, wait the refrigerator technology though that has a screen on it i'll back that just for like the weather and maybe it's like a modern day, like uh, you could write, I think you can write like notes in it or reminders. So if somebody goes to the fridge, that's cool. I like that idea. And then I saw a commercial. This was like, man, maybe more than five years ago where they have a camera inside the fridge. So if you're at the store and if you're not sure what you have, you just go check your refrigerator camera, dude, on your phone. Gotta say genius. But also, is it one camera? So do you have to place what you need up front? I don't know. But genius, dude. Totally genius. I, I I give them that. Like, I don't know. But it, it, yeah, I don't know. It kind of worries me sometimes with automation, how it's going. But also at the same time, I'm like, yeah, if I could get food delivered straight to my bed while I'm just, you know, chilling and just it gets inserted in my mouth. And I go, mm, yummy. Blah, so good. You know, just this gelatinous of a man you know playing red dead redemption six at this point and uh 
<laughs> dude, I don't know. I don't know where I go with these things sometimes when I just start talking, but I don't know. Uh, don't need a toaster screen. Just maybe, you know, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to technology. But I, but you got to give it to me, dude, that in 20 years we've come a long way and it's insane. And uh, to see the next 20 years, uh, I'll be 52. Uh, I don't know what that's going to entail, dude, but it'll be interesting for sure to say the least. I'll still be doing this podcast 20 years later. <laughs> Check back in with me when I'm 52, man. Uh, but uh, all right, man, I want to get into this really quick. If you've listened to podcasts, and especially the ones I listen to, which are mainly comedy podcasts and pop culture, stuff like that, you know the stuff that's going on with Joe Rogues. I call him Joe Rogues because we're cool like that. Uh, but before it, this horse gets beaten to death, right? It's this horse still has a little bit of life in it. I'm going to talk about it. And, uh, again, I know you've heard every angle, every point of view, every whatever. And if you haven't, well, here comes my point of view. Now, the whole thing is what Neil Young wanted Spotify to pull Joe Rogan's podcast because Neil Young believes that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation about this, you know, about COVID and about the vaccine and yada, yada, yada. Well, I heard that, right? And I don't do, I don't know anything about the music business or the music industry or the streaming business, right? But I do know one thing. I don't know who the fuck Neil Young is, Okay. You could play me all his records. You could show me. You could give me the bio. I'm still gonna. Be, I'm not gonna be interested, dude, because I don't. I'm not seeking Neil Young. You know what I mean? I seek the Joe Rogues. Now, yeah, I get it. I'm 32. Uh, he he's probably more or less not my demo. Or if there is another 32 year old out there that's like, dude, Neil Young is the voice of his generation because nobody fucking listens to that. I guarantee you when Neil Young went to Spotify and did that, like without being a dick, one of the people there, I don't know how many people were in the room, let's just assume he was talking to the main guy and then six board members. I'm pretty sure one of them was like, uh, yeah, Neil Young, what you streamed in 2021 was with was what Lil Baby streamed in a week. So... Um, I'm inclined to say go fuck yourself. And, uh, you know, dude, who's Neil, Neil Young? Like, I'm not even going to look up his music because I can already tell by the way this guy looks. He's he's not playing to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not playing to my demographic. He's not my generation. It's just the way it is. Like, I'm not J- – Joe Rogan is barely my generation in the sense of what he's doing now in podcasts – but he's his own class and generation. You know, he's 50-something, 50 54 or whatever. So he's from a whole different generation, man. He's like 80s, 90s, early 2000s, real, you know, when he was on Fear Factor, that. But but what Joe Rogan did with his podcast obviously took him to, to heights he didn't even see possible. So it's, it's crazy, man. Like uh, I saw this post that said like, it's uh it's crazy how the media is trying to silence Joe from just telling the truth. 
And the either way you look at what Joe has to say, because there's some things I don't agree with him on on you know on his this uh, on his pandemic talk. Like he he just says like you know be in shape, take vitamins, and all that stuff, and which is the best advice. All like realistically, him saying be in shape, eat more healthy, take vitamins. Yes, that is. Of all things, the best advice for anything, for anyone, like, hey, like, take care of yourself, right? You would say, great advice, Joe. I'll do that after I down this Big Mac because it was fucking $3 with a meal. You know what I mean? So I, I get where he comes with that. That's, that is the most, like, rational uh, explanation to this, like, to, to the whole pen. Take care of yourself. Easy. And then some things, he, you know, he got a little... I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I I But the thing is he he always says like, you know, don't listen to him. He's not a doctor. He just has doctors on. He's just giving his opinion about things. And people tend to take opinions as facts nowadays. Like they you know, just because you say this is what you think things should be doesn't mean you necessarily believe it a hundred percent with your heart. Like you're not gonna go out and protest or or demand that things. You just think, hey, maybe it should go like this. You're never gonna there's no weight behind that but you're just saying like maybe this is the way it should go so again i mean as a fan of his podcast i do disagree with him on some things but that's fine because i am a walking human being with a decent uh amount of common sense where i'm like okay i see what he's saying but i I do what i want because it's my life and my decision my choice a lot of people are like no what you say is fact and when you say it, it becomes fact in the world. And it's like, well, to some people, sure. But to others who are just like, well, I'm going to continue living my life the way I see fit. But I'm still going to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast as a as just like a tool for entertainment, you know. And some people take it as like the news, which is if you listen to Joe Rogan and you take it as the news, I am sorry but you're an idiot. Like, check your pulse because you might be dead, dude. Why are you taking this podcast as news? Like, it's it's a free form. It's on an app. You know what I mean? Like, it's not on your television. Now, that might sound dumb to be like, oh, news doesn't know when you have to be on the television, JR. I get it. I'm not a Neil Young fan. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but listen, if you go back and watch Joe Rogan's like, fucking the beginning years you'll you'll realize like oh okay this guy's like there's no way you should take him seriously and that's how you know i made the conclusion of like this dude's a comedian dude first and foremost that's how he would make his bread and butter then he got on fear factor made a little bit more dough and he started a podcast for fun this guy did not set out to be your number one news source you know he just has people on who he can talk about current events with with actual facts you know because these are published credited people just because you don't agree with them doesn't make them false information you know if if publishing companies look again and i don't know too much about a lot but i'm assuming you can make a book (laughs) self-published about how you believe Touch screens on toasters will take over the world, right? And and you can publish that yourself somehow. 
Does it make it fact? No. But you can say that the touchscreen toasters will be the artificial intelligence that takes over this world. And, and you can be afraid of them, whatever. You know, you can, you can start a cult off of toast. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and put fear in people and do all that stuff and be like, this toast will rise. And when it does, it will come for all of us. But besides that, you can do that shit. And it doesn't mean it's fact. It's just your, you know, your thought <laughs> on the end of the world or whatever. But I don't know. What I probably said right there was just a bunch of rambling. But you tuned in. Appreciate ya. So, okay. So he he's not a news source, man. Joe is not a news source. He's just a podcaster, dude. And and a lot of this podcasting shit is just talking shit. It, that is all it is. We're... I'm on here. I'm just talking shit, man. Even this opinion is just, I'm going to say this thing. Dude, but let me tell you right now, if you saw me in the street and you brought it up to me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, because when I when I record these, I I post it and then I'm gone. And then I don't remember some. Because some, some of my friends have brought up some like bits or whatever that I've done on here. I don't remember, dude. I just, I just talk and it goes. So, you know. With just take that, you know what I mean. Like understand that, and I'm pretty sure with Joe, you know, some of the things that that he said on there, he almost doesn't even remember, dude. The, the amount of hours that he's talked on podcasts, where I mean, it's in the thou, it's thou, hundreds of thousands of hours. I'm assuming. So you want him to recant something that was done in 2015 on this date with this guest? Like, forget about it, dude. It's a it's it's a no it's a no go. But I just thought I just found it funny that Neil Young thought he could he could go to Spotify. He thought he was that big of an artist that he could just go to Spotify, tell him if you don't um, pull his show, you, you can take my music right off. And some artists have followed his suit and have pulled their music from Spotify, dude. But again, it's artists, in my personal opinion, who. You know, lack of a better sentence don't matter, man. They're not pulling in numbers like these hip hop and pop star acts, dude. Like it's not, it doesn't make a difference on Spotify. Now, if Drake, the Beatles, Michael Jackson's estate all came to Spotify and said, if you don't take Joe Rogan off, we're going to pull our music. You know what Spotify will do? Oh, let me consider because you guys are goats, you know? And then if Michael Jordan was like, I'll, I'll unsubscribe to Spotify today. Okay, maybe you got some traction there. Because Michael Jordan, the GOAT, talking about <laughs> unsubscribing, which is, it wouldn't matter. But, you know, why not? He's a GOAT, right? So if the Beatles, Drake, and Michael Jackson's estate were like, we're going to pull our music, if you pulled, then you have a case, dude. You have a case of like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Because that brings in the most, these, these three people bring in the most revenue. I'm assuming Michael Jackson does d- uh, do numbers still, but I could be wrong on that. Anyways, yeah, like, dude, you got to have, you got to know how the seesaw teeters, bro. Joe Rogues is this fat kid, you know what I mean? And he's, you can't go anywhere. Not necessarily meaning you're on the top, just saying, like, he holds all the weight. And if you want to get down from there, bro, you got to fucking, you're going to, it's going to suck coming down from there. Probably not the best example. Don't hold it to me, but that's the best I could come up with. This podcast is on the top of my mind, dude. 
So let's let's continue. <laughs> um, hold on, gotta take a sip of the water. Gotta get all those effects in and keeping it raw, not editing it out. Never, never editing it out. This podcast mainly because I really don't know how to do it. So until I do, you're gonna listen to all the real. So, anyways, um, dude, there's sometimes I wanna do the pod like early every week because I want to get out my thoughts and my opinions on this stuff before it becomes like old news. But good thing, because then I wake up to Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan put out a message about the whole Neil Young thing, how he's a fan, how he, you know, um, you know, he doesn't like that it came to this. You know, he, he just tries to you know, get his, get, get different viewpoints across. And, and now he's saying he wants to like, you know, he'll bring somebody on, but then the next guest after that will be the opposite view of that. Just, and yeah, it sucks, but also like maybe Spotify is not telling him to do it. Maybe he's doing this on his own account, like where he's okay. You know, I I hear you people and I want to make it fair, I guess in in the way. And, but a hundred million dollars will make anybody you know, do a lot of things that they don't want to do. I like get it. So maybe, you know, he said himself, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make a statement and I'll, uh, let people know, like, I'm not here to just send one message. I'll, I'll have different opinions on about whatever topic it is. So I wake up this morning and he's got another message. I'm like, Oh man, what? Dude, two in a week is 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 like what what's going on, man? What is going on? So this one, okay. Now before I tell you what he said on this one, if you haven't already said it, you know I like to build up a little preface, you know. So I'll preface it with I I watched a lot of the first episodes and listened to a lot of the first episodes of you know Joe Rogan, and there's an episode like it's episode eight where he's sitting with Tom Segura. And they're talking, they're just talking about comedy, right? And Joe starts talking about how black people can use the N-word in their act and they, and how the N-word is like all these multiple terms of endearment, of, you know, friendship, of, you know, a punchline. Um, But it's also like a bad word, but with... He doesn't say the N-word. He actually says the N-word, right, on in that episode. And then you've he said it on multiple episodes too. So now people made a compilation of him saying the N-word multiple times. And he even pointed out that, like, the person who made the video had did this before because the video had gotten deleted. He de- They deleted that video where he, he talked about this specific case. Well, he talked about... Uh, saying he went to go see the planet of the apes he got dropped off in a black neighborhood um, and then he said like oh there's a lot of african people here this is like the planet of the apes right making a joke sensationalizing the story obviously and um uh so he said that that episode got pulled but the person who made the video had already had that on deck so you already know dude like there are people planning like i know that there's a person there has to be that is following multiple accounts and is screenshotting tweets as soon as they get posted because it's crazy how like they'll have the photo of the tweet 
and it's already they're like well it was deleted like five minutes after two minutes after whatever the case is but you know there's people standing by and just taking screenshots as soon as people post tweets just so in case there is like a a controversial tweet they have proof of it like right then and there and i mean i'm pretty sure even big publications are like hey follow these people and then take a screenshot every time they post be on top get notifications as soon as they post and just screenshot it just just for like an archive of their tweets basically in case they delete them and you know this has happened to like a lot of entertainers where they've said controversial stuff in the past whether it be like homophobic racial whatever they they've all said it they've all done it and people have all their tweets no matter if they deleted you know before their career really took off there's already somebody out there who just personally ran through the tweets screenshotted each tweet and just you know is a piece of shit for that because nothing is more rat more snake than Taking photos of people's like previous tweets, posts, or whatever, just to have it in the chamber. You know what I mean? Like, you're the kid in school that always tattled or snitched on somebody when they were just doing normal shit. You know what I mean? Like, they would snitch on stuff that wasn't worth snitching about. And they were doing it because they thought they could come up on you like... Like, that's the person, dude, who does that. And I know you you can even see the person in school that would do that because they all do. They were right on the teacher's hip as soon as they told. They were hiding behind when the teacher came over. And you're like, ah, oh, dude, you're like a you're a little snitch, bro. Like, you know, a little snake, dude. And they, and they did that. Obviously, they got no bitches when it came to high school because, you know, that, that shit sticks with you, dude. That, that's a stench. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is a stench. And it's stuck on you for, like, life for doing that shit. Like, you become team no bitches real fast, dude. You don't need to do anything else but that to become team no bitches. And, uh, dude, so, uh, yeah, so all these people who do that, like, so snake, dude. Like, I, like 10 years ago when, like, uh, all this stuff took off, 11 years, whatever the amount, 12 years ago uh, when social media started taking off, like, Nobody, I promise you, nobody was taking any of this stuff serious. It was just a place to be wild and crazy and then go back to your normal life. Like like MySpace, I, I'm pretty sure, dude, I got some shit on there that I was just wilding out and saying. Uh, early times on Facebook, I know I pissed some people off with the shit I'd say. Like not necessarily like a lot of people. I wasn't like fucking super controversial, nothing like that. But I was just joking on a bunch of shit and I, you know, I just wanted to... Just have fun, dude, on the internet. What do you, what do you expect? And then for that to come back on, on people, it shouldn't even have to, man. Honestly, like, because I don't know, twelve years ago, I'm twenty, you know, like tw- a twenty year old. I, I, you know, just being stupid and young, dude. You want to like make people laugh? You want to say dumb shit just to say it, and that's the way it is, and. I get that the what what is it like Gen Z whatever the age group is like I understand that they don't understand that but if you're like my age or older snitching on people your age like what the f- what are you doing you know like again another situation somebody's fucking up at the party you like, dude what are you doing like we're having a good time why are you why are you doing this you know 
That's what it is. It's like, dude, we're all having a good time, but you can't, some people just can't see other people have a good time or have a good life. They got to be like, nah, fuck this, dude. That dude's living it too much. He's having too much fun, dude. I want to ruin it. And it's like, why, man? Like, just do you. Work on you, man. Like, like maybe your life sucks because you suck, you know? Like, look introspectively, you know what I'm saying? Don't go off and just record and, and screenshot stuff that people did that you can't wait to get in trouble for. So that's what they did to him. They uh, they they put a video together, like a little compilation of uh, of all the times he said the n word, and and he said uh, on his video that was like um, they they showed me saying it, but they didn't show the context of me saying, it, which is of course what they're gonna do because they just want to put they just want you, they want to light you up. You know, they don't want to put the context behind it. And on some of them, I've heard the context for it, right? Even at the time, him saying it, dude, isn't great. Like, it isn't. Like, no matter how you want to spin it, it just isn't great. Like, <laughs> he should have never said them on video. <laughs> they were on video and on, you know, recorded. So it's not great, dude, you know? just not something you want out there ever like um, I I get he was making points while saying it Uh, he was even like uh, quoting some people on their bits like Richard Pryor uh, I forgot who else he mentioned but either way man you just never want to say it recorded or taped you know it's just not the best way to go but I will say it's like a witch hunt for this dude they're trying to take him down and uh, you know they're trying everything they can and oh, dude, one second. Like, let me just say this, dude. Th- there are these celebrity activists that need to shut the fuck up. Honestly, like, I saw who was it, dude? An- another podcaster's taking like some podcasters are like taking their podcasts off of Spotify, right? They're like, we don't want to be associated with Joe Rogan and his misinformation again, dude. Let me make things something perfectly clear. Some effects for you. If you're not pulling in the numbers that Joe Rogan is pulling in, which they showed the fucking the chart of it, right? Of like CNN, all these. He's number one, dude. The dude is number one. And your podcast that is pulling in a quarter of a million people doesn't matter when Joe Rogan's pulling in like 11 million people, dude. Holds no weight. It doesn't. And like, cool. T- Dude, Spotify knows the numbers. And if Spotify was like, we're losing this many people from our, okay, cool. What's that look like versus how much we're making off Joe Rogan? They're living, oh, it fucking outweighs it completely. Dude's on a different island. Oh, okay. Sure, fine. Like, dude, they're going to continue. Like, if, if you know, if Joe wasn't bringing in numbers that they, they needed, they would figure out a way to do something with it and also let me just say too a bad idea to just be exclusive to like one company because now you hold all the weight right so if you say something wrong that company takes it because dude this podcast gets posted like six different areas i'm not exclusive to anybody it's a free service you could pretty much just do right like you just put it there and it just sits there I don't have to answer to anybody to no specific platform. It's everywhere. Now, if those people want to take me off, then that's their, you know, that's their choice, whatever. But uh, like, yeah, like 
I'm just I'll, I'll just be everywhere. I don't want to be exclusive. <laughs> Look at me talking like I fucking like I can I have a I have an option to just to be in a solid place. No, your boy it will be everywhere, dude. I'm like I'm the off brand of what you want to buy. Like like you know you go to the store and you want Doritos, but then you're like, uh, let me save some money and buy some nacho cheese triangles. That's your boy, dude. I'm just I'm hey, I'm not the best option, but I'll get the job done for you, dude. You know, you go and you want to buy a a Dr Pepper, but you're like, oh, the store brand, you know, Dr Slurp a lot <laughs> is is fifty cents cheaper. Grab me, dude. I'll 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 satisfy your thirst, sort of. Like you know, I won't taste just like Dr Pepper, but. I'm Dr. Slurp a lot, you know, and horrible name for a soda if there is one out there, but, or like, uh, what's the Shasta, you know what I mean? <laughs> what is Shasta? Anyway, I think it's like Sam's Club brand, whatever. Hey, but if it gets the job done, that's what I do. I get the job done. <laughs> Not the best podcast, but I'm everywhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, uh, this whole thing, I guess, to sum it up is like, they're trying to take down this guy for something that he even himself says is like he's just a comedian talking shit. He's not a professional. But, you know, to, I guess, appease the people at Spotify, some fans or whatever, like he he apologizes for things and, you know, goes, tries to do and say the right things. I mean, with, with this whole N-word thing, like, I, I don't know, like, yeah, obviously don't say it recorded you know don't say it at all right but like don't don't have a recorded and stuff and for anybody who's pissed i would literally say to them i want like i want like uh i want lie detectors on everybody who's like pissed about him saying the n-word and i want to see have you ever said it in your head out loud by yourself whatever and if they say no man i'm gonna call bullshit like I'm calling 100% bullshit because everybody, that word exists and everybody has said it once. Anybody who says they haven't said it once, I can't fuck with you because, not because I need you to say it, please don't get that twisted, but I'm saying you're a liar, you're full of shit because you've said it because it's a word that you know holds power and is like a, is like a no-no word, you know, that, that's a no-no word. So you're going to say bad words because you're going to do it. Like if you've never said fuck before, get out of here. You don't, I don't want, I don't even, you're weird. You know what I mean? You're weird if you haven't said fuck or shit or any other, all the words, dude. Like when I was a kid, I couldn't wait to say those words when I left my house, dude. It was exciting when chilling with my friends. I was like, oh yeah, man, fuck this shit, you know, motherfucker ass, you know, whatever. It was fun, dude. Those words are fun to say because they're bad and you're not supposed to say them, right? Like, well. Who knows why you're not supposed to say them? They're just words. But, you know, my sister tells me and my mom, too, they said, like, in the beginning of my podcast, I'd cuss a lot. I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that that's because my those were filler words to figure out how to talk on podcasts. So, you know, I would say fuck a lot and shit and I don't know, maybe motherfucker, but I don't know. Those are just my filler words because I was kind of getting used to just talking for long periods of time and having, like, thoughts you know, not come out so naturally and fast. So sorry for all the fucks. If you, if you're like, dude, this guy 
fucking says fuck a lot. But I apologize for the earlier fucks in the podcast. I'm trying to say fuck a lot less. I've said it now like probably 10 times in a row and you're like, you're not helping, but you know, fuck it. <laughs> so I guess dude, in conclusion, like with his, with Joe, I mean, he, he's gonna be the biggest podcast for, I don't know, maybe not much longer or the hype will die, whatever it is, but he'll, he's going to keep doing it. And it, he knows that he knows that like all this talk and all this craziness right now after the pandemic's done and we're on to, you know, total apocalyptic annihilation, um, you know, we'll just, we're just going to move on and this will be something of the past. And uh, like, I, I think all this talk of like misinformation, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, it's all up in the air to me. And I'm still listening to Joe because he has funny comedians on that I want to listen to. I don't really listen to all the doctors and scientists stuff just because like, uh, I get it. Like neuroscience and, you know, time and space talk. I love to hear it sometimes about time and space, but I, I don't understand any of it. And it becomes a little, I just want to hear the cool parts about time and space, man. Talk about the theories. Talk about the, you know, wormholes and black holes and any all types of holes in space, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. I spent a lot of time on that topic, man. I might have too much longer to talk about the other topics, but still going to try, man. Um, I forgot what I was uh, listening to uh, during the week. I was listening to some podcast, but it, it got me thinking about like I always I always thought it was weird that there was Christian metal or like Christian hardcore or these Christian like I even think it's weird there's Christian rap dude and you might be like you might be a Christian person listening or somebody who believes in God very strongly and be like why why can't they do here's my I here's my thought process on all that right like Yes, they, these people, can, they love rap or they loved rap before they were like born again or whatever the case is, or they identify with rap or, or hardcore or uh, metal. That's who they identify as, right? But they believe in God, they believe in Jesus. So they want to like, you know, start to spread their message through that. Uh, and that's great. That's fine because they also know that there's other people out there who identify like that and find it hard to listen to music that they want with a positive message, right? But I don't know, man. I feel like a lot like <laughs> I feel like a lot of these genres were rooted in a in a lot of heavy stuff that like making it Christian is <laughs> just weird, dude. Like imagine if NWA was a Christian hip hop group, you know, like straight out of Jerusalem. You know <laughs> like what does that sound like? Is uh it's a brother that'll pray for your mother, <laughs> you know, like, easy is his name, and the boys coming straight out of Jerusalem, a brother that'll pray for your mother, <laughs> and, and make, and marry your sister, <laughs> I don't know, dude, like, it's just weird, I, like, now, saying that, I did listen to some bands who I didn't know were, like, uh, like, Christian at the time, like, there's this, uh, there's this, like, I guess you can call them. I don't know, hardcore, hard rock, uh, the Devil Wars Prada, they were uh, Christian hard rock, Under Oath, 
I think MXPX has something to do with that. Like they played some Christian festivals. Um, oh, there's this band Slick Shoes that I didn't know was Christian after a while. And it didn't matter. I mean, I, the music they made and the uh, what they were saying was like cool. So I, I just listened to them. It didn't really matter to me. I just, I, lo- I love the sound. And then you read the lyrics and you're like, oh yeah, this is straight Christian like music essentially. Like, but of course, I remember uh, I was like back in the day, day I was you know going to church a lot, and I would show like uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's what I listen to, and some pastors and some priests was like, oh that's not okay, it shouldn't be, and at the time I was like, nah, it sucks, like I identify like this, I, I this makes sense to me to listen to music this way. That's why I extended the olive branch in the beginning of this rant, or like I understand that these people do that, but now kind of on the outside of it. Like I, um, I see like it doesn't kind of make sense, right? Like, but I mean, I don't know. I get it. Like, and so I started like going off in tangents in my mind. You have to understand something, dude. Just how I talk, it is the same way in my mind. Because from there, I'm like, dude. Now, what if there was, <laughs> dude? Follow me here, okay? It's gonna be tough to hear. But just follow me. Let's go on this journey together, okay? What if there was Christian porn? Now, <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, dude. But also, what if there is Christian porn, dude? Like, okay, again, come on, follow me, walk with me. I know it's a rough road, but just come on. Okay, hear me out. What if there is a porn category, Christian porn, where... It's a it's like a two hour movie, dude. It's not you know some porns are like I don't know thirty minutes that that and that's like lengthy, you know, because there's probably a little bit of dialogue in the beginning. Okay, follow me. It's a two hour <laughs> porn movie, but the first hour and fifty five minutes is like the person getting to know his, you know, future wife in the last five minutes is the sex, dude, because <laughs> it had been building up for so long, the dude only lasts like five minutes, which I mean, hey, you know, shouts out to him, right, for lasting so long, <laughs> but no, dude, like, what if it was like, he meets the girl, they're both, you know, going to church, but they feel these strong like feelings and they're like, no, not till we're married. So then the rest of the movie is them getting to know each other, meeting their family, going to the parents, getting into fights. You know, this dude is obviously sneaking off to jerk off because he's got urges. And then, you know, a few times she catches him. She gets pissed off at him for like sinning, if you will. <laughs> and uh, finally, here comes the wedding day, right? They get married and then, you know, comes the porn which is all of five minutes because he's like oh he's like it felt too good and then you know nine months later they have a baby off that one session <laughs> and there you go dude that's christian porn like so what i'm saying is now i feel like it's basically like that's what the music is doing where he's like i mean but obviously i'm joking because i mean under oath is a fucking great band uh i mean only chasing safety come on great album great album but i don't know just dude that's how my brain works dude like immediately from that i go like well what if there was christian porn and then 
you do just ideas of like bits start running out and that's <laughs> that's exactly what happened man that that would be a hilarious like category of porn where it's all 2 hours but the first hour 55 is them just getting to know each other and them going through like normal like uh relationship stuff until they get married and actually have the sex i don't know <laughs> you tell me if it's if it's worth it i don't know but um dude every time i go to the store man like i don't know they these some grocery companies are like we're not experiencing food shortages or we are but it's only in certain things but I'm thinking, okay, again, we're walking into the mind of Jared the way I think. Is it right? No. Is it sometimes funny to me? Absolutely. To you? Probably not. But this is what I think, man. I think some, <laughs> I don't want there to be food shortages. Let me get, get that straight out. But I will say, in some cases, a food shortage might not be bad for some people. I mean, dude, we have shows like My 600-Pound Life thousand pound sisters like we're just showing the most gluttonous like <clears throat> the things that people joked about in 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 cartoons like the simpsons or like south park or uh, sitcoms where they joked about just we're in the future we'll be watching this, this gluttonous people live dude we're living that you know like th- most of these people could afford to miss a meal or 15 right so it's like with these food shortages, I'm like, it sucks that when I go, I can't find the shit I need. That's the only thing that sucks because your boy's selfish and I only think about myself sometimes. But also like, hey, maybe good that these people don't eat a whole pound of lasagna, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> or like if they can stop eating a whole great American cookie by them in some, by themselves in one sitting. I don't know. But... Like, I would be all for Great American Cookie being shut down, you know? Like, you shouldn't be able to get that amount of cookies that fast. I'm sorry. That's like, do you need 15 different cookies stuffed in your gullet? Like, oh, I need more cookies. <laughs> like, and wash it down with a fucking Dr. Pepper. Come on, dude. Like, it's unnecessary. I, and it's crazy, too, because, like, uh, working at the mall... I mean, this includes myself, dude, but, like, because it's such a place with horrible food choices and you only have 30 minutes, it's, you're, essentially, you're in a prison of of garbage because you'll go on break and you're like, well, I have 30 minutes, so I have time to do absolutely nothing, so you're going to go get the worst food possible that's in the mall because the mall doesn't care about healthy living they're just like dollar signs you know what give me dollar signs all right so i'm gonna put a chick-fil-a i'm gonna put it do it in our mall this is complete horseshit and i'm bringing back the word horseshit because it's i mean if you've ever seen it you're like ah yeah that perfectly explains the situation there's i haven't been there in a while but the last time when i worked there there was three Chinese food places to eat at, dude. Some one of them was Japan. The other two were Chinese, I believe. What? I I don't even like Chinese food that much, dude. But it was like Chick Fil A, a pizza place, 
and then a uh, what was it? A Wendy's and an ice cream place and a Subway. Oh my God, the Subway, right? Healthy living, yeah, right, dude. That's half a yoga mat in my stomach trying to digest, and then I shit out the mat at the end of the day. So, anyways, I would see people, including myself, relatively in shape, very not you know out of overweight people begin to gain weight dude because like all of that shit is garbage like and then what do you do you fucking because you're at work you're you're, you want a snack and chick-fil-a offers free refills so i saw so many people including myself like again relatively thin not really overweight but just gain weight because all the options you have there are just garbage dude and um towards the end of my uh job at zoomies I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring my own food. Sorry. I had to cut there for a second. My daughter woke up from her nap. But um, it's the only time I get to do the pod when she <laughs> falls asleep. Otherwise, she'd be over here trying to... Because she, she probably thinks I'm like talking on the phone or something. But yeah, like towards the end of my career there, like I, I stopped. You know, I brought my own food. I was just drinking water because all that shit's a trap, dude. And... Um, I, but I get it, dude. I get how easy it is and, and quickly it is to, like, gain weight off of food and stuff that's, like, just around you. You know what I mean? So, again, I'm not wanting food shortages. That's the last thing I want because that's, like, that does not sound good coming out. But you got to agree in a little bit. Some some food shortage in some people's lives could really help them out, dude. Because in America, man, we have it all, dude. You know, the pandemic really shook things up and really made us realize, like, how easy this is all to crumble but dude we had it so good for so long like we just had the abundance of food you just could have anything you wanted at any moment at any second of the day you can you know you can put on 20 pounds in a month very very easily here it's not an issue whatsoever you just eat like shit and and you'll get there dude no problem it's the it's the losing the weight and all that stuff that's like really the hardest part and uh listening to some podcasts and they were like in in the old times a fat person meant that they were wealthy because they could afford to eat the best and now you know more uh poor people are fat because it's so much cheaper to eat bad like um and a lot of rich people are skinny and healthy because you know they're eating better foods you know, because it, it almost got turned upside down where, like, the bad stuff became cheaper and the good stuff became more expensive. So, I don't know. Um, like I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not advocating for food shortages, like, no fucking way. Because, you know, I need my wings, bro. We, we, we do some homemade wings. My wife fucking kills it on those things. And I need that shit to continue. You know what I mean? So, I'd be... I'd be pretty fucking bummed if I we can't pull up some wings. Oof. Anyways. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. I had this other idea. I don't know if this was like I think I talked about this on, on the pod already. No, I, yeah, I think I did. I, I won't talk about that. Um But uh I, I guess I'll wrap up this pod, man. Um you know, uh, I'm I'm pretty hopeful and optimistic of what of where we're going now after this whole pandemic. I think like again, like I mentioned in the beginning, 
you know, getting COVID or what I think was COVID was is kind of re- like kind of a huge relief in the sense of like, okay, the the thing I was scared of or the, the, the bad thing they say could happen happened and I'm on the other side. I got through it. So it feels like I can breathe. I can like go back to my life, just go back to how things were. Um, I mean, again, after this, it, things are going to be different in a way just because we're more aware now of how bad things can get. So and it's like, dude, we're used to natural disasters, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, tsunamis, earthquakes, all these things were just like, this is what happens. And so, you know, sickness and um, all this stuff will be part of life, too. It's just this really took us for a spin because we just did not see this coming. And um, I don't know, man, like uh, it, it, the, it, like I said, some people are better off now uh now than they were before the pandemic it it helped people like stop and think about what are they really doing with their lives are they happy and it changed a lot of people's lives in a good way in some cases and then obviously like i mentioned uh bad for some who lost family members throughout this whole thing and you know i know some people who did and i was like man that, that sucks i can't believe this thing like killed some people um that were that i know but, uh, I mean, so is life, right? You know, I'm not a philosopher. I'm not Aristotle. Your boy's not Aristotle or any other, <laughs> I don't know any other philosophers, but uh, I'm assuming this is how life goes. I mean, death is inevitable, and but it's, I don't know, man. That was, I don't want to end on that line. That's a horrible line to end on. Death is inevitable. Like, come on. <laughs> But I'm just saying, um, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic about going forward. I think, I think now we can kind of somewhat get back to our lives, and just have that, not have that, that thought or this uh, sort of fear just kind of holding us back. You know, because I mean that's the way I felt. I felt like it was holding me back from like truly enjoying anything um, because I was so afraid of getting sick. And now, and now having gone through that, I'm like, okay, you know, and dude, some of my buddies have gotten it twice. That's so insane. But uh, I mean, but I guess they never really said you couldn't. Um, so, all right, man, I'm going to wrap up the pod right now. Uh, it was, uh, thanks for listening again, man. This, I love doing this thing, man. I, I literally, I get this like urgent itch to like put out another episode as soon as possible. So, um, Dude, thanks for listening. Those who've like listened um, each week, I, I wish I could be more consistent in in when I post. But I have a full time job, so when I can, I, I get to it. But I always try to make sure it's every week. Um, so sometimes the posting is kind of scattered. But, um, anyways, man, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Later.